Welcome, those of you that like sports. This is What's Up Doc, episode 54. Uh, Robbie and I are here recapping, or not recapping, but we're making picks for week 15. Uh, we recapped last episode. Come on, Nick. Uh, Dan, it's a busy season. It's the holiday season. Life is busy. Dan, we love you. We know that you're still with us. He's sending his picks as we speak. Uh, and he had quite the week. I'll tell you what, it was a bad week to be us. We were terrible. Dan went mm-hmm. eight and seven, and the fact that that's our best record stinks. Uh, you went seven and eight. I went six and nine. My goodness, I'm just going to forget this week. So that t- brings our totals. Dan has a three game lead on both of us. He's at 126 and 82. We're both at 123 and 85. We're coming down the stretch, and I don't want to be the loser. So I'm just going to leave it there. How are you feeling, Robbie? Nick. No, we're not. I told you, we're not talking. <laughs> we're not talking about it. We're not talking about the nonsense that happened third Monday night. We're just going to act like it didn't happen because it it shouldn't have. All right. And uh, yeah. How are you feeling though, Robbie? Nick. <laughs> Robbie, just tell me how you're feeling. Just tell me how you're feeling. Oh, no, I'm actually really sad. And I'll tell you why. It has relatively nothing to do with the massacre that took place in Matt, it's massacre. Miami. My goodness. Yeah. <laughs> but no. So, so my fantasy team has gone 13 and 0. Okay. And this was a crap show of many sorts this week because so I lost my first week. Um, that's not that big of a deal, but Justin Herbert goes down for the rest of the season, <laughs> which means that Keenan Allen is basically out for the rest of the season. Yeah. Josh Jacobs hurt his knee. Uh, Tyreek Hill got some sort of an injury that is probably gonna he's gonna deal with he's gonna play through it but he'll deal with it for the rest of the year um you know so my my whole team like the studs on my team just essentially got gutted from the inside out and it's not looking good um so i mean i'm sad it's okay it happens you know fantasy football this is why i'm glad i didn't play this season i don't have to worry about none of that nonsense all i care about are the dolphins it's great i'm just gonna throw it out <laughs> try it uh but yeah look the dolphins will we'll talk about we'll talk about them they lost not a great game from any aspect of the team um yeah that's that's all i have to say it's i'm not concerned i'm not concerned that in the slightest let me just let me just make that clear and we'll talk more about that i we yeah we'll talk more okay all right we'll talk more it'll be fun uh and dan's picks are interesting he just sent them and i'm looking through them and my goodness he's he's on a heater so he's feeling good we'll see uh but you know what robbie let's just get into it it's going to be a good episode we have a lot of games to get through All right, we're back. We are uh, here to pick Week 15 NFL matchups. Uh, Robbie, I'm feeling good. We're starting with Thursday night. Dan's picks are in. Uh, Dan has taken it's Las Vegas and the Chargers. Now the Chargers, no Justin Herbert for the rest of the season. Las Vegas, Aiden O'Connell, the mess that they are. Dan's going with Vegas. Uh, I will, you know, you're going to go first because you, uh, because you had the better week than me, even though we're tied. You had the better week, so you're going to go first here. Who are you taking, Vegas or the Chargers? Hey, Nick, can you read the name that I entered the lobby into with? You said L.A. Charter. <laughs> so, no. <laughs> yeah. That's what they did. The uh, L.A. Charters. Oh, no. Uh, Don't this Google is that. <laughs> who, who in the world is Easton Stick? I don't know, but he's their guy. I think they signed Max Duggan to their uh, to their practice squad, the guy from TCU. 
the funniest thing all day to me is that I spent 10 minutes listening to a sports podcast talking about Easton Stick. Uh-huh. And the most relevant thing that they could talk about was the fact that he's literally named after a hockey stick. <laughs> no, he's not. Is he really? Probably not, but it, it fits. It does fit. It does fit. That's very sad. So with so that, that, I'm assuming if that you're t- taking... tells you anything. I am taking the Vegas Raiders, no matter how bad they are with Aiden O'Connell Josh Jacobs, I mean, I, I chose this before I knew that he would be out, but um, even if not, I don't know what the Chargers have going for them Nothing. with Easton Stick. So this is just, you know, they don't even have a decent shot at a playoff spot anymore. No. Neither of these teams. I just think it's going to be, I don't know, we might get a good game out of it, but yeah, I'm going with Vegas. Yeah. Yeah, and look, you know, uh, I'm just going to throw it out there. I think Justin Herbert is an injury prone quarterback. I mean, he's always he always oh, has Lord. these injuries that he's dealing with. Um, and now now he's out for the rest of the season when his team needed him most. Uh, and look, I was taking Vegas either way, probably in this game. So, you know, give me Vegas. But I'm just throwing <laughs> it out there. Maybe, you know, maybe we keep an eye on Justin Herbert next year and we have talks all summer about oh, how he's an injury prone quarterback. And and you Brandon know Brandon Staley's done. <laughs> Justin Herbert, well, Keenan we don't know he's done. To, I don't know what that man's going to do with his life. He, yeah. He's he's on the injury report with a heel injury now, too. Oh, Goodness. okay. Who knows? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's okay. <laughs> we'll see. All right. Uh, let's move on to Sunday. Sunday, or Saturday, I guess. Saturday. We have Minnesota and Cincinnati. Okay. And now Dan is taking Cincinnati. I'm picking first. I'm taking Cincinnati. I believe in Jake Browning. I don't believe in Minnesota and their QB carousel. You know, I love Josh Dobbs. Uh, next Fitz Magic. He's on, you know, the next team he'll go to, he'll have his little Fitz Magic part, and then he'll go back to being a below average quarterback and, you know, move somewhere else. It's going to be great. Uh, but I believe in Jake Browning. Jake Browning's been surprising, uh, been playing really well. The Cincinnati team doesn't look like it's missed. I mean, it's clearly missing a beat without Joe Burrow. Um, and I don't really know how good they're going to be like in the playoffs, but for the pre for the regular season playing a game against Minnesota, I think they're going to win. Give me Cincinnati. Who do you have? Jake Wowing for MVP, baby. No, no, but not can, really. Yeah, <laughs> but it's also not about to be Nick Mullins' season in Minnesota. You yeah. know, I don't care if they're making a change at the quarterback. Justin Jefferson will be back. I don't care about it all. They had this the saddest win over the Raiders last week, and <laughs> you know we've we've seen the Bengals get hot under. Jake Wowing. It's true. Um, so, you know, he's led them to eight touchdowns in two games. I think he can do it against Minnesota. Yeah, yeah I agree. All right. Next up is Pittsburgh and Indianapolis. Now, to no surprise, Dan is taking Pittsburgh and uh, believing in Mitch Trubisky. Um, who do you believe in, Robbie? I believe in Gardner Minshew okay. in this game. <laughs> Um, it's, it's just the fact that I'm more confident in what the Colts can do with Minshew having won four of their last five than I am with anything that Mitch Trubisky can pull out. Yeah. So, and, and they, the Steelers might be without TJ Watt, Alex Highsmith. They're both injured right now. Yeah. I mean, look, JM and, and Dan before, you know, would talk about how, how, TJ Watt is the catalyst for this team. If he's out, this team is not going anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know how to comment on that. <laughs> I mean, I, I just I just feel like that's that's all. I wish they were here so they could. I, I would love to know why yeah. he took Pittsburgh. Um, I mean, I know part of it's because it's his favorite team and maybe he still believes in them. But uh, yeah, I'm also taking Indianapolis. I think they're going to win this game. 
Uh, I think, you know, without their best players, without their quarterback, not that there's a huge gap, I'd say, between Mitch Trubisky and uh, that other guy. I don't even remember his name. It's been so long. Mm -hmm. Kenny Pickett. Um, yep. that uh, I'm going to take Indianapolis to win this game. And I just keep wondering, like, what would Indianapolis look like if Minshew wasn't playing and it was Anthony Richardson? Because this team could be completely oh, different. It would be, it's kind of crazy to think about the fact that they're doing all this with a backup quarterback. Um, yeah. Yeah. All right, moving on. We have Denver and Detroit. Now, uh, Dan has taken Detroit, and I am picking first here, and I'm going to be the first to tell you that... Uh, I'm going to take Denver to win this game. And this, you know, this, this AFC West is very interesting because who knows what Kansas city is going to show up. Is it going to be the team that could win a super bowl or is it going to be Kansas the team city? that's, well, I'm saying like they're one game behind Kansas city, right? Oh, so they're putting pressure. Denver, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Denver's putting pressure on Kansas city. Not that they're playing them, but I'm just saying like, I wonder this week, Kansas city is playing new England, which we'll talk about later. But like, which Kansas City is going to show up? Are they going to be the team that played the Bears earlier this season and put up like forty points, or was that just the fact the Bears are terrible? Uh, or are they going to be the team that can't score more than twenty points? And if so, you know, New England might be able to do something hilarious and win another game, um, and really make this AFC West a, a dogfight. Uh, Denver, you know, I think is one of the hottest teams in the league now. Again, they did lose set by seventy to a team, you know, that people are doubting. I'm that just throwing just that out there, Will Levis. but you know, look, it's the NFL. You can't win every week. It happens. The only team to go undefeated were the dolphins. I'm just going to throw it out there. All right. But uh, yeah. So who are you taking Detroit or Denver? Goodness. Nick, do you remember what happened Thanksgiving day, 2023? Yeah. There was a waxing gibbous moon and green Bay <laughs> waxed Detroit. Is there a waxing gibbous again? I wasn't really going after the, what phase of the moon it was. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, Jordan Love stole Jared Goff's turkey. Oh, That's yeah. what happened. <laughs> I mean, it was ridiculous in Detroit. Yes. Jordan Love takes Jared Goff and the Lions to town. So I'm with you. I'm taking Russ and okay. the Broncos. I mean, let uh, me be clear. I, think, I don't believe in Russ. I just think Detroit's kind of sliding. <laughs> I think Russ is going to ride this wave right into Detroit. Look, the Lions defense is looking broken. They've got a lot to figure out on offense. Sure. Jared Goff is home this week, but I, I think if Justin Fields can run laps around them, I'm going to put my money on Russ to do something similar, pull out this win. Uh, they are they are taking strides towards Kansas City. You're right. And Detroit is going the opposite way. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So you're taking, you're also taking Denver. All right. This next game is interesting to one fan on this podcast and one fan only, uh, Isaac Sellers, New York Giants versus the New Orleans Saints. And uh, what a better story than, than uh, Tommy DeVito and his Italian mafia background. Uh, nothing was better than on Monday night seeing the picture of him next to his agent who literally looks like he's in the mafia <laughs> in like an all black, like, raincoat and black top hat on the phone like <laughs> i don't know it was just interesting um but dan is riding that wave and he's taking the giants to win this game uh and so robbie i want to know who do you have tommy cutlets my tommy cutlets i'm not going with the giants but <laughs> uh tommy the heater is another one i had oh man, man that was a fun game um i just <laughs> I don't know what to do with the saints, but they seem to win these kinds of games. And, you know, I'm, I'm not ready to go all out with the giants. Sorry, Isaac, but 
Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. just going to take the Saints. Look, I've been I've been on this train since the start of the season that the Giants are not a good team. I mean, two of their five wins have come against the Washington Commanders. Um, and though they're playing well, they're playing decent. Honestly, Tommy DeVito is probably a better quarterback than the other guy that got hurt, Daniel Jones. 100%. Um, which is sad to say because they paid Daniel Jones so much money this offseason. Um, but to your point, New Orleans plays has like, again, Derek Carr is probably the most confusing quarterback because he's a guy that's going to throw for 300 yards and, you know, a touchdown and maybe a couple picks and this team's going to lose. And it's just, I don't know many quarterbacks that throw for 300 yards so consistently and don't win. Um, so I'm going to take the Saints. I think that they're going to, they're going to play pretty well. I think it's a closer game than we think. Um, but in that NFC South, that is a tire fire. I think the, the Saints win and just continue to make it a madness. All right. Uh, moving on, we have Chicago and Cleveland. And I thought I did this in a way where you would pick this game first. And somehow I have to pick this game first because the, the curse of Chicago lives on in you. And I would just pick the opposite. Uh, now, Dan took Cleveland. Um, and I I feel like you're going to take Cleveland but I don't really want to go against Cleveland, but the curse, I have to believe in the curse. So I don't know. Um, look for fun. Give me the bears. Cause I think you're going with Cleveland. So I'm going to take the bears. I have no reason for this pick besides there's a curse here. And whoever's in your spot that picks the bears or picks against the bears, the opposite thing happens. So give me the bears to win this game. Uh, and please, for the love of God, take Cleveland so that I get a game back on Dan. <laughs> Look, it it makes no sense how it's happening, but the curse was alive and well last week, and it might continue this week. Oh, I yes. am going with Cleveland. Yes, yes, yes. Um, but there's actual logic here, Nick. Okay, go on. Because here's the deal. Fun fact, the Browns this season, maybe not all these games were started by Joe Flacco, but I do think Joe Flacco is better than Deshaun Watson, DTR. Look, I don't think you're wrong. Be- they they have beaten the 49ers, the Ravens, and the Jaguars. None of that really means anything. I just thought it was interesting. <laughs> that Cleveland did but, that? Yeah. 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 And, you know, Justin Fields, meet Joe Flacco. He's got five touchdowns to two interceptions in his last two games. I, I, I'm not going to take the Bears <laughs> thinking that this curse is going to... Well, like, here's the thing. It doesn't matter who you pick. The opposite happens. So you're just... I know. Well, so it's in Cleveland. Yeah. I don't think either of these offenses are amazing. I, I think this is going to be more about what defense will outperform the other. For sure. Yeah. But if... Look, this will be the true test, I think. <laughs> I really hope Cleveland... Or Cleveland loses. <laughs> We'll see. Um, all right, moving on to that terrible, terrible NFC South. Uh, truly terrible. Atlanta, Carolina. I don't have a lot to say. Dan took Atlanta because it's his favorite team to pick. I'm. <laughs> oh, you're picking. I picked first last time. Who do you have? Atlanta. Yeah. Okay. I don't have I anything to say? I'm taking Atlanta too. I think the Carolina Panthers are bad. It's sad that they gave away their first round pick, and the Bears are gonna have their plethy like their their decision on what they want to do. Um, but yeah. Atlanta moving on Tampa Bay and Green Bay. Now this is kind of interesting because both these teams are vying for playoff spots. Green Bay just lost. Now Dan's taking Tampa Bay. And if this happens, there's going to be a three-way tie still in the NFC South and it'll be chaos. Um, I think Green Bay bounces back. Let's be honest. They should have won the game against the Giants. Uh, They didn't. They played. I think they played better than the Giants did for most of that game. 
Um, and they ended up losing. And I think that was a trend on Monday night. I'm just throwing it out there. So I'm going to take Green Bay. I think Jordan Love bounces back. He's at home. Tampa Bay's not, you know, that great of a team. So give me the Packers. So this game contains my hot take for the week. Okay, let's let's hear it. I'm excited. I'm not going to get there just yet. But oh, okay. I have, a few, I have a few fun facts. Okay. Pop quiz. In the Bucks' last 10 games, <laughs> how many games have they given up fewer than 16 points? Uh, I'm going to say seven. Last 10? Yeah. I'm going to say seven. One. One time they gave up less than 16? That was bad. One time. I thought their defense the Titans was good. scored only six. They gave up 24 to the Bills, 39 to the Texans, 27 to the 49ers, 27 to the Colts, and 25 to the Falcons. That is nice. The Bucks are the matchup for, like, shootout performances. So here's my hot take. Jordan Love's going to record four touchdowns, ah. 350 total yards. That is a hot it's take. Not, it's, it's nothing crazy, but... I mean, for I, him, that's kind of crazy. We is, haven't yeah. seen that yet from him. Look, and there might be two or three picks in the mix there. Yeah. <laughs> But I'm taking the Packers. Okay. Um, and, and part two of my hot take is that Monday night, this last Monday night, was the last time the Packers will lose in the regular season this year. Oh, okay. They get the Bucks, the Panthers, and the, the Vikings. Vikings, and the Bears. Okay, wow. Yeah, I mean, I would be shocked if they lose any of those games. We'll see. I know. It'll be, it's interesting. All right. Uh, I like it. Next up, this is... This is painful. Uh, Jets, Dolphins. And I cannot believe that Dan got the last time right where he took the Titans. And he must be feeling real good because he took the Jets. And yeah, I, I just want to know, what are you what are you doing? What are you doing? Who are you taking? This is a hard one. A hard one? Are you? <laughs> you must be outside. It's a second place team in the AFC versus the. All right. Tell me the tire fire in New York, but sure. Tell me you're picking Miami because I know what you're doing. <laughs> I am taking Miami. Yeah, but I know. For the, for the record, I actually had to think about it for a second. No. Because what happens if Tyreek misses this game? We They're saw fine. On Monday, we saw on Monday night how important Tyreek is to this team. Without him, they had no idea what to do. That's not true. I, I will push back on that. Okay, Tyreek got hurt. Uh, the offense did not play well. I think part of it is if you haven't noticed our entire offensive line is out. Okay. We have one starter playing offensive line. That's right true. Now. That, that so, contributed to the fact that I needed to think about there's it. There's no protection for Tua. Uh, the jets do have a good defense. I'm taking the dolphins to win this game. Look, I think I had said that Miami entered this five game stretch where they should win every game. Right. And if they lose, it's not great. Mostly because of seeding. And the only bright side of it was because Kansas City had lost. This is where, like, I think Sunday, I wonder if Sunday's results almost affected the way Miami played because you're playing with a game in the bag. Like, they could afford to lose one game in their last five and still could be the one seed as long as they win out. Now, winning out, you know, I thought maybe one of the games that they would give up or lose could be like that last game against Buffalo or the game against Dallas. The game they have to win is the Buffalo or the Baltimore game if they want to be. Uh, the one seed. Yeah. But the matter of the fact is they're still in control of their destiny in the AFC. It's not like they plummeted from the from you know top of the AFC to like sixth or seventh place. And just wait till we get to Buffalo and we can talk about their win, how they moved from 11th in the AFC to, let me check, oh, 11th in the AFC. So they moved absolutely nowhere after beating Kansas City. And now I have fans texting me at Nick Trippy dealing with your nonsense. But 
let me be clear. Miami's fine. They're going to come, they're going to bounce back and win this game. I think it's almost good that they had it because they've had a couple weeks now in a row where they come out and been a little bit sloppy. It hasn't been the prettiest. And that was all phases of the game where we looked really bad. And there were parts that were good. Like the defense had moments where it was great. It had the pick six. It had a fumble recovery. The special teams had moments where it was great. It had a, it had that punt return, uh, that fumble where we got the ball close. Uh, but on the flip side, the special teams had a field goal blocked. The The defense gave up 15 points in three minutes, which is absurd that we just didn't, we just stopped playing defense in the last three minutes of the game. Now, again, did the offense struggle? Yes, it did. Was Tyreek Hill, Tyree Hill out? Yes, he was. I think part of the problem with the Dolphins offense is that right now they've been so focused and I get it. We want Tyreek to get the 2000 yards and be the first player to ever do it. And, you know, he's a great receiver. I get that. But it's almost hurting the offense because it's almost becoming too Tyreek Hill centric. And when the Dolphins play in a way when it's not Tyreek Hill centric and the ball spreads to the other guys and it's not Tyreek Hill getting thrown the ball all the time, the offense looks much smoother. And I think, honestly, either him being out this game would help the offense with that or... The flip side is I'm just not worried about it because I think once we get to the playoffs, we're not going to care about Tyree getting the ball all the time. And I think it's going to be the offense running the normal way because um, there have been multiple plays where you can go back and look and Tyreek's wide open and another guy's also wide open. And two is clearly looking for Tyreek on that play because he's trying to get him the record. But he could have very easily thrown to the to the other guy. The, very, the play I can think of is there's a wheel route that A-Chan runs. I think it was like a week ago. And both guys are open down the sideline and Tua clearly hits Tyreek. Um, but they, you know, I they think were, go on. Yeah. I was, I was going to ask, there were a few major injuries in that game. Um, yeah, the biggest one is the, the center. I can't remember his name, but he tore his ACL. So that's like, that's going to be the Wilkins biggest or Watson. Uh, I think Watson Wil- Wilkins is on defense, but I think, I don't think he got hurt. Um, Xavier Howard got hurt. Uh, Jalen Waddle was hurt for a little. He came back in the game. Tyree kill obviously hurt his ankle. Um, and has been dealing with like a high ankle sprain, it seems like, but has been playing through it. So, you know, to your point, you know, we and and to your point, like that game was very physical. Players got hurt. I mean, we were on the podcast and three players got hurt in five plays. Like I could not believe how physically like annihilated we were um, to start that game. But, you know, a game that we should have won that we lost. It happens. I think it's good for the team to refocus, especially with these four games coming up. The Jets game, not so much. They should win this game. Shouldn't have to put like a ton of effort into winning this game, but then you get Dallas, Baltimore, Buffalo. And again, you control your own destiny. So if you're not focused and you come out slow against one of those three teams, you're probably going to lose. And I I will put Buffalo in that category because we know they're a good team. Um, But you know, they're still in control of their fate. They're still the second seed in the AFC. They haven't like gone. They haven't imploded. People are overreacting. Calm down. Miami's fine. And it's going to be exciting to see them in the playoffs. All right. Anything else you want to add or question about the Dolphins? I mean, you took them. I, Dan does not believe in them, but that's fine. I don't believe in Pittsburgh, so we're we're going out of with that. The only thing that, you know, and for the sake of this game, because the Black Friday game that they played in New York was awful. Yeah. I Like, the only thing that made it worth watching was the fact that there were three picks in a row on back-to-back-to-back drives, and the last one ended with a 99-yard return for the, the Dolphins. I agree. Uh, but on Monday night, I think whether it was Zach Wilson or Robert Sala, they figured something out that allowed Zach Wilson to be in a, in a space where he feels comfortable. 
And as as sorry of an excuse for offense as it is, you know, all of these uh, drop off passes to to Brees Hall and to Garrett Wilson, like if that's where he needs to live, let him live there. And yeah. I think he even came out and said something like, basically, what are they going to do? Bench, bench me, me again? Yes. Yeah, I agree. So, you know, this is a Zach Wilson. And again, it is it's Zach Wilson. <laughs> But it's a Zach Wilson who might have just been let loose for the first time. And I, I'm kind of excited to see what that brings for the sake of the of this game. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. And we've also, you know, to to on the flip side, the defensive end, like, you know, I think this Jets defense, the first time you play them is real. I mean, I think they're really good. Um, and that's why the first time you play them, it's it's you struggle. Um, I think Tua having played them once now, playing them a second time, similar to what Josh Allen did, is going to have one of his better games and not throw a couple of picks. Now, I could be wrong. He might throw a couple of picks. I'm hoping he doesn't. Um, but I think Tua is going to have a better game. I think this offense bounces back. And again, I'm not super worried. Um, all right. Next up is that interesting Kansas City, New England game. All right. Now, again, puts a lot of pressure on the AFC West if Denver wins earlier in the day um, or at the same time. I don't know if this is a four o'clock game, but. Uh, Kansas City and New England. Dan did take Kansas City. He's expecting them to bounce back against New England in New England, I might add. Um, I am picking first here. I wrote down Kansas City, but I'm just, I don't know. I'm taking I'm taking New England, all right? I'm twitching my pick mid-thought process. I'm taking New England. I think Kansas City's offense is struggling, and New England's defense has been playing really good um, these past few weeks. Now, they did lose three games where they only gave up like 10 points, which is crazy. But I think with Zappy in, this New England offense kind of has a little bit of life to it. It's having fun. You know, they're getting better. I think I think they win this game because, again, I almost think I almost think Bill would rather get his record of wins than, than have a good draft spot because he might not even be on this team next year. So I'm taking the Patriots to win this game. Who do you have? Uh, I thought I would be the only one, but I'm actually taking the Patriots. No! <laughs> Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think we've agreed on almost every pick. So <laughs> Yeah, probably. I, I mean, but seriously, like I, I think this is more of a 50-50 than the records show. The Patriots are three and ten, the Chiefs are eight and five. And yeah, like you said about Bill Belichick trying to get his record straight, I think Bill Belichick would love the opportunity to embarrass Pat Mahomes I agree. in giving him his third straight loss at home in New England. And you know what? Bailey Zappi struck a chord with something for the first time in this New England offense against the Steelers. Uh, and this could be a surprise upset. Um, this could be a really fun game to watch. And I think it has more to do with the Chiefs spiraling, not being able to figure out how to score points like they're used to. The fact that Patriots have somewhat of a uh, formidable defense, like, yeah. you know, they're even better than that somewhat. They are a formidable defense that will shut down Travis Kelsey to whatever it takes. Um, and I, I really do think this is where we see the Broncos and the Chiefs get even. Yeah, and that's, you know, what a crazy turn of events that would be if it happened. Um, I really didn't think you'd take the Patriots, but you did. All right, next up, Houston, Tennessee. Dan took Tennessee. Who are you taking? Um. I am also taking Tennessee. Okay. I do we know is is uh what's his name playing? Is CJ Stroud playing? Last I heard, he has not been practicing. Okay. And for the record of the season with quarterbacks going to concussion protocol, I think it only has happened once since 
like the beginning of the season where a quarterback enters that protocol and then they return within the week. Gotcha. Okay. Um, and I think Tennessee just coming off a big upset win over Miami, they're feeling good. Houston's lost without CJ Stroud at the helm. They also won't have Nico Collins. I I don't think. Yeah. Um, so it's in Tennessee and yeah, I, I really coming I'm, off a big win. Yeah. And I want to see Derek Henry want, run wild. Mainly because I have him on my face. Yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> like, the man's gotta gotta show it out a couple more times for the rest of the season, and I think this could be one of those games. Yeah, yeah, I you know I agree. I think uh, I, I I'm taking Tennessee too. I think Houston just has too many hurdles. D'Amico Ryan's is having you know I, he's not going to win Coach of the Year probably, but really having Coach of the Year season turning a bunch of no-name players into you know household names and making this team better than they probably are a part of it cj stroud but you know you obviously need a decent quarterback and a good head coach to to win in the nfl um and i think they have both but missing that quarterback's really gonna hurt um tennessee coming off a high you know again not playing that great of a game but they are a physical team they don't have they're not like a world beater but i think they beat houston here um and i think jacksonville starts to run a little bit away with this division uh, which we'll get to Jacksonville in a minute here. Next up is San Francisco, Arizona. Uh, Dan is taking San Francisco. I am taking San Francisco. I think the 49ers win this game. Um, I, I don't really believe in Kyler Murray. I think he's good. I, I just don't know if Arizona is the right spot for him. Maybe getting a fresh start somewhere else would be good. Um, but the 49ers have just looked so good. I'm, I'm going to take them to win this game. Who do you have? It's it's real. I'm taking the 49ers. Okay. It's really interesting to me how little Marquise Brown has been involved since Kyler Murray got back. Yeah, I kind of expected that to be something that, like the other way around, clicked. Yeah, and it just it just hasn't. Yeah. Um. So, 49ers. Okay, 49ers. All right. Uh, next up is Rams. Uh, Commanders. Dan's taking the Rams. I'm. You're up. I have to mention really quick. I am. I'm proud of you, Nick. You you had enough self control to not enter the Brock Purdy nope, conversation. I'm not. I'm just gonna leave it where it is because I'm not gonna see. This is not a week where I'm gonna learn more about Brock Purdy. I don't think. So I'm just gonna leave it. It's not at all. It's, what game are we on? Uh, uh, Commanders Rams. Dan has taken the Rams. I did you not? No, pick I did. This game? Okay. Yeah. No, I did. I'm taking the Rams as well. Okay. Uh. Yeah, honestly, Dan took Matthew Stafford from me in our fantasy league, <laughs> and I'm a little salty about it. I would be too. He's on a heater. Yeah, yeah. Look, I'm taking the Rams. I think you know a team again vying for a playoff spot, and honestly, a team in the playoffs you don't want to see because you when you think about Cooper Cup, Matthew Stafford, uh, what's his what's the running back's name? I can't remember his name. Kyron Williams. Kyron Williams. Puka Pakua Nakua. Um, <laughs> Aaron Donald on defense like this this team is is kind of like scary in a way where you're like I would not want to face them when they're feeling good and if they make the playoffs they're going to be feeling good um so just something to consider as we uh get down the stretch into these last few games uh and we speaking of the last few games we're getting down to the last few games next up is Buffalo Dallas uh in Buffalo Dan is taking Buffalo to to continue the high um look I'm taking Dallas I think Dallas is one of the hottest teams in the league um, I understand Buffalo won another game 
that they basically had to win. It's kind of like their Super Bowl. It's kind of like when they played Miami in week four. It was like their Super Bowl. They won the game. They felt great. And then they kind of pooped out again. Um, and I kind of feel like that's what's going to happen here. Buffalo is in a tough, tough spot where they're essentially playing a playoff game every week. Um, whether it feels like the team they're playing as a playoff team or not is different, but they have to win every game. Like I said earlier, they moved from winning the game against Kansas City. They moved from 11th in the AFC to 11th in the AFC. They own no tiebreakers over any team. So they need to win out and they need a lot of help if they were if they want to win um, or if they want to be in the playoffs. And so I think Dallas wins this game. Dallas is playing pretty pretty free. Um, they also are a team where now they kind of control their own destiny. They have the tiebreaker over Philly. They're in first place in the NFC East. They are second place in the overall NFC. Um, and so I think this is the game Dallas is going to want to win, um, kind of get over the stigma of they can't beat good teams. Um, kind of like Miami's going to try to do in a couple weeks. Um, but I'm going to take Dallas to win this game. Who do you think? Mm. I'm going to take the bills. Okay. And I, yeah, I think that creates a little separation between our picks. <laughs> That's like the first um, one. It's the second one. But yeah, I think like this isn't about the fact that this isn't me saying that I think the Bills are better than the Cowboys right now. But I think that if there's one person in the league who, no matter what spot they're in, can ride a little bit of like a one game win going into a really, really hard matchup the next week, even if it's a must win, especially if it's a must win, it's Josh Allen. I agree. He the, the dude is just crazy. And we've seen this his entire time in the league where, you know, you put him in a corner and you think he's just going to lay down and cry and he shows out. It's like from minute one, he starts playing to the last minute. Yeah. And now look, if if this were like week 17 – and it was that third or fourth game in a row where they needed to win in order to stay in the playoff race, I think they'd be really tired. So I don't know if I'd necessarily give it to them then, but I think they're, I think they still have it for sure. They're still going to keep this streak or they're going to make this into somewhat of a winning streak. Yeah, Um, we'll see. I mean, they've been a 500 team all year, so we'll see if they can, if they can bounce back. Um, All right. Coming down the stretch here, we have Baltimore and Jacksonville. Uh, Dan took Baltimore. Who are you taking? I'm also taking Baltimore. Okay. No reason, just like them. <laughs> um, I don't think a somewhat injured Trevor Lawrence wants to go up against a red-hot Baltimore defense. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, and Yeah. Yeah, the the Jags are a very, um, yeah, I don't know what I was going to say there. It's okay. It's okay. I mean, Dan would tell you the Jags are the Jags, and they're going to find a way to to lose. Um, look, sure. I uh, part of this is for separation standpoint. Part of it is, uh, I I actually think it could happen. I'm going to take Jacksonville to win this game. Um, I think Jacksonville is, you know, they got uh, Trevor Lawrence played better on one foot than I thought. Um, you know, with that ankle sprain. He did, you know, he threw three picks, but the team, they were in it for most of the game. Um, I do, I think he should have been out there. Absolutely not. But, you know, he played better than I thought. So I, you know, I think he's, I don't know if that's really going to affect him. Um, Baltimore, on the other hand, almost lost last week. Um, you know, they needed a, a bogus punt return, return for a touchdown with the refs turning a blind eye to all the block in the backs to win that game. Um, but 
I'm going to take Jacksonville to win this game. I think, I, I think that they playing at home in front of their home crowd, they haven't been the best home team. And so I think this is going to be one of those chances to kind of like give the fans hope and, and, and ride a wave uh, of the, what the, what the fans are going to bring. So give me them. All right, we get to our last game, and here Dan uh, has give us, given us instructions where we have to pick first, and based <laughs> on our picks, he will uh, he's already texted us what he will do. So uh, I am up first. I am taking Philly. It's Philly and Seattle. I'm taking Philly to bounce back. Um, I don't think Philly's broken. I don't really believe – I believed in Seattle earlier. They've entered this stretch of games where it's just so hard, um, and I kind of think they – they haven't really shown me that they can go out and win this game. Um, they played better against Dallas than I thought they would. I think Philly's a different beast. It is in Seattle, so that's going for them. But I'm going to take the Eagles to win this game. Who do you have? Mm. Do we know the status of Geno Smith? I wish I knew that. Uh, I don't know. I'll Google it real quick. Uh, I don't know. I don't see anything. Geno Smith injury. Quick Google job. Uh, status unclear. There you go. Mm. <laughs> Give me the Seahawks. Okay. <laughs> I still think we're talking about the Philadelphia Seagulls here. Okay. I mean, um, for a team that has three losses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it might be a little bit of a reckless pick. But, uh, yeah, two weeks ago, we... And given this was with Geno Smith, we watched a team put 35 up on the Cowboys in Dallas. It was the first team all year that had a lead over Dallas at any point in the game. Not even just going into half, which was what the case was, but they had a lead over Dallas. In Dallas, specifically. Yeah. Okay. And, I mean, Drew Locke is Drew Locke, but you've still got your guys like DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, Jackson Smith and Jigba. I don't even know what's going on with their running backs right now, but um, this has more to do with I still don't understand what what's going on in Philadelphia. It's in Seattle, so I I might be leaning on that a little bit more. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah, and to your point, like I think I, I'm going to be clear. If Drew Locke is playing this team, the Seattle has no chance. I'm just throwing that out there. I, I would so. be stunned if Drew Locke beats Philly. I, I also want to put Dan in a position to actually pick. Yeah, so. well, Dan's Dan's position is if we split, he's taking Philly. So, <laughs> so <laughs> Dan it. is taking Philly to win this game. Um, he said if we both took Philly, he takes Seattle because he's Dan. Um, but... You know, I think this is a good amount of picks here. Uh, it's going to be real interesting. We're entering bowl season. We're entering holiday season. Uh, if you're listening to this podcast and it's early, uh, make some plans tonight to to not watch Vegas Chargers and instead watch a Christmas movie, grab some hot cocoa, uh, and and enjoy your night uh, by not tearing up watching Vegas Chargers. They're terrible. Oh no, man! How many times are you going to get to watch Easton Stick play uh, football? exactly four times because that's how many <laughs> games they have left that's how many times and then you will never hear his name again basically that's true yeah yeah well we're entering it a, a fun time of the year um in all aspects uh but robbie i think that brings us to the end of this episode unless there's anything you want to add not at all i fully expect to come out of this week's picks in last yeah i fully expect to come out in first because i've got them all right so know that all right with that, Robbie, go ahead and say bye, say bye to the to the fans. Bye. Bye, everybody.